And now, welcome to Like a Boss. Insights with influencers, creatives, online entrepreneurs, and badasses like you. Here is your hostess, Heather Havenwood, Chief Sexy Boss, helping you rise to the top. Have you ever wanted to stop the nine to five grind and start your own company? Do you want to have more control of your income and your time? Then now is that moment to start and grow a successful business. As a female entrepreneur, I have succeeded. I have bit the dust. I have bounced back to growth and prosperity. But this would not have been possible without first taking the leap and owning my own business. But I didn't do it alone. I hired my first business coach 13 years ago. And now I help small businesses, solo practitioners, and professionals double their income and triple their time off. So let me help you too. My gift to you today is a free one-on-one strategy session. So go to coachwithheather.com, coachwithheather.com, and let me help you double your income and triple your time off. everyone. Woo-hoo. Welcome to the win with Heather Havenwood. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for subscribing. You can find me on iTunes. You can find me on Roku, iHeart, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google play, all kinds of fun places. And of course, YouTube and heatherhavenwood.com. So, all right, everyone, when I hear from my clients, my customers, people that are on social media, they're constantly talking about, I don't like selling. I don't like selling. So great. So welcome today. You're going to be listening to a guy who basically says, don't sell, which is kind of fun. I love that. So I, let, me, let me introduce you to my next guest. It's Brian J. Greenberg, aka the salesman who doesn't sell. I know, right? You're super excited. He has a book out called The Salesman Who Doesn't Sell. He's also founded, he's also a founded businessman in e-commerce, marketing, and financial services. He has generated over $50 million in revenue from his businesses and collected over 10,000 reviews and testimonials from customers. Brian is the founder and president of the True Blue Life Insurance, whose mission is to be transparent, honest, and helpful to their customers without ever begging or pushing them. I know, excited, right? I know you are. Brian also runs e-commerce websites at Touch Free Concepts and Wholesale Janitor Supply. Brian, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me, Heather. This is going to be a ton of fun because I know all my listeners are like, yeah, I don't have to sell anymore. Happy dance, happy dance, happy dance. But we're going to be talking about something really specific, so just hang on, everybody. But first, uh, Brian has actually created a website just for you, my listeners. I'm going to give it to you right now and a few more times throughout the um, interview, and that's briangreenberg.com forward slash the win. I'm going to say it again, Brian. J Greenberg, B E R G dot com forward slash the win. And again, his book is The Salesman Who Doesn't Sell. Yay. All right, Brian. So we were talking in the green room. Let's talk a little bit of how you kind of got started to where you're at today. What, when did you get online? You know, I, I started online in 2003. I, you know, I kind of came right when Google was catching its stride. It was a real fun time as far as internet marketing. Uh, I think over the years, I've had about maybe 15 different e-commerce websites. They've all been very successful. Uh, you know, kind of my specialty was internet marketing. So over the years, I've also owned an 
organic internet marketing company. And over the past, you know, I, maybe uh, eight years, I strictly run uh, a life insurance business. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, I have, I, I'd like to discuss, you know, about selling without selling. Yeah, selling without selling, which we're going to be talking about. Okay, so I think it's really interesting. We were talking earlier in the green room of how you basically went from, um, you know, internet marketing, let's just call it that for sake, and then went into life insurance. I think that's really interesting. I definitely want to talk about that story and how that kind of came about because it, for me, it's like a left field a little bit. It's a little different, and I like that. It's unique. It's, some, it's different. So let's just start there for just a second. Why did you say, hey, there's this cool thing happening on the internet. I'm going to go to insurance. Can you, can you talk about that? Sure. You know, I, a long time ago, I sold insurance for MetLife. And, you know, kind of when I, when I got really good at internet marketing, the life insurance business is one of the most competitive niches online. Uh, the pay-per-click is about $50 a click. It's very hard to compete, although I was able to rank organically. Now, kind of the reason why I went into it, it was it was very profitable, and it's I, you know I kind of think of it as, a, as an honorable uh, business. I'm dealing with people who are protecting their families. I'm dealing with people who love their families. I love doing it, uh, and I, you know it's so competitive. I love being able to rank and going up against very big companies. It's fun for me. Okay, so are you when you do life insurance? Are you doing it all over the country, or is it specific states? I'm a national uh, online life insurance agency. You know, I, one of my main competitors is Select Quote. Wow. Uh, Right. A lot of my competitors have raised millions of dollars and I'm kind of competing against them and I'm doing very successful just with my own crew. That's, to, that's yes. very impressive, Brian. And no kidding. That really is very impressive because yeah. honestly, there is a, there's a whole world of people don't, I'm just going to set, set the context. Some people don't know that there's a whole nother business called Legion. Literally like they have their own conferences and the entire industry, there's life insurance, there's health insurance, other different types of industries that have another industry called lead gen. It's like its own yeah. world. Okay. And it's extremely competitive. I mean, wow. Very, very, very competitive, a lot of money, but also extremely competitive. And you're right. It's about $50 sometimes more. If you want to buy the lead $50 or more, if you want to just um, try to compete with that SEO. So that's impressive that you're able to, you know, what I call hang with the big dogs, if not beat them. That's extremely impressive. So I just kind of want to get the context of people who are listening. If like, what do you mean? $50 a lead? What? For car insurance, health insurance, life insurance. Um, there's a lot of different ones out there that are just like, I call big money, right? Okay. So, but you've been able to break it. You've been able to beat the big boys. So let's talk about kind of that strategy. We're going to talk about that strategy today and how you beating the big boys in such a very competitive market, how you can take that strategy and maybe help people who are listening in their business. So let's just go there. What is that strategy? Well, you're, you're right. A lot of my competitors are lead generators. They'll get the, uh, the customer's information and they'll sell it. And you're right for about $50. Uh, what I found is if I handle the lead myself, you know, I can make $150 a lead, if not more. All right. So I, I've taken it that route. And I've separated myself from my competitors by a few different things. Number one, you know, I'm, I'm in the life insurance business and the insurance business. A lot of my competitors have not so good reputations. So I, what I found is one of the last things people will do before they make a purchase online is they'll look up your company, followed by reviews or complaints. 
that's where I close them. That's where they're on my competitors' sites, and that's when they find me and they do business with me. So I've been able to get a very high conversion rate. Um, and again, by not selling the lead and handling it myself, it's much more profitable. Okay. That, okay. So just the context again. So you're saying, hey, I've been able to using or leveraging, tell me if I'm wrong. I'm, I kind of heard this wrong. Using or leveraging the complaints of yeah. other companies for you. That's kind of cool. Can you, can you go down that road a little bit more? What do you mean by that? It's a great way to separate yourself from the competition. I mean, reviews have become so integral uh, as far as bringing in new business. Um, you know, I, let's say somebody gives you a recommendation for a restaurant and they say, oh, this is the greatest Chinese food ever. It's, you should check it out. But then you go online and you look on Yelp and there's 10 bad reviews. The question is, who do you believe? It's usually the, the majority It's the people on Yelp. And overwhelmingly, that has become such a, a big buying signal. So if you're able to leverage that, uh, when they're on their, your site, if you can prove that you have great testimonials and you have great testimonials on third-party websites that you don't control, and that's really the secret. If you have reviews on the Better Business Bureau or Yelp or Google Business, those are the things that really separate you. Okay, that's that's really interesting. So how can someone who's listening who's maybe a coach or consultant or a small business owner or service, how can they even get started? Because I know that everyone, people who are listening who are a small business owner, they've heard this before. Okay. And they'll say things like, you know, how do I get those reviews? And I'm speaking only from a perspective about a year and a half ago, I was engaged and he was a chiropractor. And I can't tell you how many times we tried to get more reviews on Yelp and Google. And it was just this dismal <laughs> result. So I'm really asking, no kidding, how do you do that? You know, I think people have these huge roadblocks that they don't want to ask for reviews. They think it's a, a form of bragging, right, or, or showing off. So there's a specific time when to ask for a review. And don't okay. let this opportunity pass. When you're done delivering your service, you simply ask, are you satisfied? Are you happy? And at that point, if they say yes, then you say, oh, wonderful, can you provide a review? Now, don't make it difficult on them. After they agree, you have a commitment, and then use email. Uh, get it off your plate. I use Active Campaign. I send an email that brings them directly to my site to leave a review. I use stars. I use comments. When I post it on my website, I use the person's real name, unless they, they want to change it. By, by default, it's their name. It's their city. It's their state. Also, the exact product they bought. Now, the more specific, the better. Uh, it, it burdens me when I see companies that have testimonials with very little information, especially no date. Um, hmm. So make sure you ask. I also think it's really important to collect it yourself and make sure that they're satisfied on your site and then send them a link to give you a review on third-party sites such as Google Business. Send them the direct link right to the page where they can submit a review. Okay, this is great. I'm going to break this down a little bit. So I heard a couple steps. I'm going to repeat it back for people. So uh, some people don't know what Active Campaign is. Can you describe what that is? It's an email marketing software uh, similar to Constant Contact or MailChimp. You can set up automations. Uh, it's, it's, you set it up one time. Uh, you can import the customers in there, and it, it sends an email drip. So it'll send, we send an email like on the third day. And then if they don't reply back with a review, we send it to them on the seventh day and then the 10th day and then the 14th day. Uh, so we're giving them multiple ways to do that. Um, 
Then if they give me a five-star review, our database handles it. It sends them another email with the actual comment that they left, so it's very easy for them, with a, a link right to the submit review uh, page on the Better Business Bureau and Google Business. With that, you know, I got hundreds of reviews, all five-star reviews. I'm, I'm only contacting customers that are happy uh, to leave reviews on these third-party websites. Okay. I found my conversion rates are so much higher because of it. Okay, so just to give you a step-by-step -step process, and again, because I, you know, I just want to make sure people get it, right? I just want to make sure they get it. Um, all right, so set them up on Active Campaign. You close the sale, you deliver the product, and then from there, you set them up on Active Campaign. But do you send them to the Google Plus or Yelp page directly, or is there a step in between where they give an option to basically create the review and you either make sure there's enough information or maybe coach them through it. I don't mean that in a negative way, like coach them, like tell them what to do, but maybe say, Hey, would you mind expanding on something? Is there a step in between that? Or do you just trust that they're going to know how to do it and put it on to Yelp or, or Google? Um, first I collect it myself that I control. All okay. right. Okay. So first I have them use my own internal system. I don't want to send people out to Google business or Yelp or better business bureau. And I don't know if they're hundred percent satisfied. <laughs> right. I don't want to do that. Yeah, don't do that. So only uh, give those people links to these third-party websites if they've already given you a five-star review. Now, I do require comments. Uh, I think it's, it's very worth it. I also require them to leave a certain amount of characters in the review. So they have to leave 50 characters. If they don't leave 50 characters, they get a pop-up and it says, please include some more information. Uh, the comments are so valuable. And then with the five-star review, then I email them again with their actual comment. So they can just copy and paste it in there. They only have to do, they only have to think about it once really. Okay, got it. So they, so they create it, you have some parameters, and then from there, it sends them a, hey, copy, paste this into Google, copy, paste this. And then it also allows you the opportunity if they had a negative experience, oh, yeah. you can catch that. You can catch that before they go blah, blah, blah on Google, right? It's such a big thing. Can you talk about um, how do you get consistent reviews? I know that in my experience uh, myself, uh, another client that I work with that's a service provider and then also the chiropractor, we were having a hard time what I call getting consistent reviews, the timestamp. It was like all of a sudden we'd get five or 10 and then nothing, you know, or we get five and then we get nothing. It was just kind of this blank space. I see that a lot with restaurants too. You see, oh, these are great reviews, but oh, those were done in 2016 or something. You know, I, I see a lot of people where they'll, they'll have a big internal company push to get reviews. And then it, it's, it's just not a natural thing for people to ask for reviews, uh, either if you're a business owner or your employees. One thing I've done to make it consistent is I bonus my employees when they get reviews. So I've, done that consistently. Look, I, I know the value of a review. I don't think many people know it. So if I get a review on my own website that's internal that I control, I still value it about $100. So I know how much I can pay an employee. If I get a review on a third-party website such as Yelp or Google or the Better Business Bureau, I value that at about $250. Not only that, it stays up for years. So each additional year, it's about $50. So once you can put a monetary amount on the reviews, I think it changes the whole concept. And then absolutely tie it towards the bonuses. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, on a monthly basis, I, I do it as well. That'll keep things consistent. Interesting. Okay. That's really hot, by the way. I love that. So, okay. Let me ask you a question because I'm sure someone's listening from a technology standpoint. Is Active Campaign, is it already set up that you can enter your, you know, does it already have the review system set up? And the reason I ask that is because I'm working with a lawyer right now and we are using a third party uh, uh, company. I do not remember the name of it. That kind of does that sends, Hey, would you like to send a review? It captures it and then sends them to Google, but it's like a third party. I didn't know active campaign did that. Does that something that internally active campaign does there there? You're right. There is a lot of third party review yeah. softwares. Uh, it, it, the third party review software like trust pilots or Incomi didn't really work for me because I want to get two reviews. I want to get a review on my company and my service. And then I also want to get a review for the product. All right. So for that, I had to do something custom. It's not, I, I know it sounds difficult to program a custom solution. It's not, you know, I, I recommend everyone go on to a freelancer website like Upwork and you can post the project. You only pay for the project when you're done and you actually review the freelancer. So uh, I use active campaign to send out the review email, but from that email, they go to my website to a site that I control that I built wasn't terribly expensive, about $1,000. You can build your own review system. If you don't need to review products, these third-party review sites, e-commerce, a lot of them come with these products. So mm-hmm. it's just a matter of sending the follow-up yeah. email usually to review you, uh, to get reviews on those third-party websites. So for a coach and consultant listening, where would you suggest that they get put reviews? Obviously, they're not a coach and consultant, so a restaurant sounds mm-hmm. odd. I'm sorry, Yelp sounds odd, excuse me, because a restaurant obviously Yelp or a spa or, you know, like a local business, but a coaching consultant, you know, Brian, where would I, where would I start to get my reviews? I think Yelp is actually a good place. Really? Okay. I'm proven wrong. That's great. You know, uh, yeah. If I was looking for a consultant, I would go on Yelp because I'm looking for reviews. I think anytime uh, before you're about to close a client, they're going to look you up and find out the reviews and then the complaints. So, uh, yeah, Google Business is a great place. Yelp is a great place. The Better Business Bureau. All these places give uh, accountability. And it gives some sort of recourse to customers if things don't go well. It's just that that uh, level of trust that you're building up. Not only that, when you get these reviews on third-party sites, you benefit from something called Barnacle SEO. Okay. So Let's talk about that. People may not... Uh, there's other ways people can find you, right? It may not be word of mouth. It may not be an internet search, but they'll actually go to Yelp or Google business and they'll look for a local person of which you'll show up. And you're really going to stand out if you have reviews. Uh, I'm, you know, if you go online looking for a restaurant, you're going to want a place with a lot of reviews. If they don't have any reviews, it's, that's a red flag. <laughs> right. That's, that's definitely a red flag. Yeah. Okay. We talked, so let's talk about backlinks with PR in general. So just to re- recap everybody before we move on. You're a coaching consultant or a service provider. Get reviews on Better Business Bureau, Better Business Bureau, Google, as well as Yelp. All right, got that. All right, let's go to the next thing. So let's talk about how to leverage PR for backlinks or SEO. Uh, I think you know a lot of people talk about keywords, right? So I, I, I recommend people use some sort of software. I use SEMrush. A lot of people use hrefs. Find out the keywords. So, you know, uh, life coach, business coach, whatever it is, you want to show up on those Google searches. Uh, how to do that, the number one ranking signal is still links. How to get links back to your website. You know, 
it's important to pose yourself as an expert. Uh, me personally, I, I wrote a book and I use that for marketing purposes and I constantly write articles and I do PR releases. Um, I think how many articles, I'm going to interrupt you for just a second because I'm okay. totally curious. So, um, how many, let's just give us a number because I'm curious. Um, so how many articles are you doing on a week or monthly basis and, and uh, press releases currently? I do about six articles a month. That's um, great. Wow. That's awesome. Okay. It's, it is, it is a lot of work. I've actually, uh, it's okay to outsource some of the writing. It's just very important that if it's your voice on it, you have to edit it and make sure you have, uh, use the I pronoun a lot, all these places they want you to, your own experience. So use your own personal examples. Uh, when I write an article, I, I use something for headlines. Anywhere you submit an article, the headline is so important. Uh, I use uh, headlines.sharethrough.com. Uh, okay, headlines. repeat that. Hold on, that's good. Say that yeah. again. Headlines.sharethrough.com. And it's a headline creator, but it's free. I don't know why it's free. It's that good. Um, and it'll actually, you'll put a headline in there and it'll score it. And it'll uh -huh. actually give you suggestions on how to make it better. Wow, uh, I'm so using that. That right there oh, yeah. is a writer downer nower. Seriously, everybody, that's huge. Okay, awesome. Uh, another tip I have, Heather, is I've yeah. been making use of Google, Google surveys. So you could ask uh, a survey on Google. Not many people know that Google came out with this, but it, boy, it is amazing. Uh, it's a dollar survey, and you could ask 10 multiple choice questions on it. So if you could actually come up with some interesting questions, it makes for a great press release, and you're actually kind of running your own study. So the okay. key number there is about 500 respondents. So $500, you get this great survey results. You can put a page on your website. And uh, I, actually, I love going to Upwork and finding PR specialists to release it. And they'll release it to all the media outlets. And with a great headline, and some survey results, it's like catnip, and you'll get some incredible links. Oh, and that's hot. Okay, now you're talking my language. Woo, 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 Brian. Woo, woo, woo. I love that. Okay, so what you're saying is, is um, just repeat that first part because first of all, Google survey. I pay a, I pay a dollar per survey, or people are who's paying the dollar? I'm assuming I as the as a, as a client, right, of Google. That's, that's correct. We pay the dollar. I think that the people that take the survey get about half of that. Okay, so and then, then you just tell Google Survey, this is what I want asked, and they just go yeah. do their thing, I guess? Absolutely, and you, and you could uh, segment it, all right? So you can, you can segment people geographically or by age. Um, there's, there's a few other segments. It costs a little bit, like every segment, it kind of bumps up to about a quarter of 50 cents per survey. The point is, my goodness, it's so inexpensive to run just uh, – you know, a, a political level, uh, statistically relevant survey. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, geographically uh, relevant stuff too, for, especially for local newspapers. It, it's, it's wonderful ways to get mentions. I know. love this. Okay. So then you use a Google survey, you get the data, right? And then from there, you have all this great data. You write a PR piece about it. Press, we call it a press release. It's just short for PR, people yes. listening. And then uh, I love that. Then you get a Upwork, which is like a um, outsourcing program. You go there, find someone who has media outlets and tell them, hey, uh, you pay them, of course, to, to push it out to media outlets. Is that right? That's exactly right. And usually uh, on Upwork, I could usually get people to almost guarantee me that they're, you know, let's say I, I pay them $1,000 for the release. I can get them to guarantee me that they'll get me 10 links. 
And those are really what I'm after. You know, uh, the links help uh, my business rank. So that's kind of what I'm after. And it could be just a link in the bio uh, that goes to my website, whatever it is. The, if you get on these high quality websites, they'll put you over the top. Is they're, they're hard to get. Your competitors are not willing to do this kind of stuff. So no, they're need- not. This is really good. And this actually helps with the Alexa writing, correct? Uh, Alexa, I haven't used Alexa in a very oh, yeah. long time. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. I, I've been uh, talking to someone about it. So that's why I was asking. So, okay, no problem. But either way, it helps with the backlinks, which helps with the whole SEO. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Which I'm sure would help with Alexa, but who knows? Okay. All right. And so you're finding that you found that to be able to beat the big boys, I'm recapping, to be able to, to beat the big boys in this market, yes, you have the, you could choose to pay whatever, 50 to $100 a lead. That's just crazy. Or you can beat the big boys by doing something unique and different, which is go around the, what I call the back door, right? Go around the back door. How are you going to do it organically? They're not going to spend the money to do that. They're just not, not because they don't have the money. It's just because I don't know, they're kind of lazy. They'd rather just do a lead and then you're doing more of an organic long-term play as we call it, but it's the, the, the foundation is way more powerful on a long-term level. Would you agree to that? Well, you said long-term, right? So if I stop marketing right now, I'm still going to be getting leads for a couple of years. Now, if you stop buying leads or pay-per-click and you stop spending, you're done, you're out. So these are assets. These are assets that, that uh, pay dividends. That's It's a long-term game, but it's worth it. Yeah. It's a long-term game. It's like a a annuity. Yes, exactly. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about backlinks a little bit, if you don't mind. Do you use Amazon at all? Uh, Do you find that that is a quality backlink or YouTube, meaning if you to create a book or a PDF or to Kindle, do you find, are you using like big companies like that at all for backlinks or is it more about the multiple backlinks across that's better? It's about the multiple backlinks. Uh, You know, a link from a YouTube channel is not going to help you so much. Uh, they put no follow tags on, but more than that, it's, it's going to help you a little bit, but not, not too much. You want to get uh, links from industry blogs. Uh, I, 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 you know, there's tools out there that you can get into for free, like SEMrush. You want to look at places that have domain scores. I think you mentioned Alexa. Domain scores, trust scores. Uh, these are the things you want to be looking at. Um, SEMrush also has a statistic where it shows you how much traffic you get and what the value of the traffic is. So if you were going to buy it on pay-per-click, how much it would cost. So the higher the domain score, trust score, the traffic value, those are the links you want to get at. And you you are right, you know, YouTube, Amazon helps, but you want the other links. You want the publication links, the industry blog links, uh, links from other people in your industry's website. Okay. Oh my God. I love that. Okay. So the challenge is we've run out of time. So I want to make sure everyone knows where to find more about Brian. So go ahead and tell the website again so they know how to get a hold of you. Uh, it, my main website is truebluelifeinsurance.com. I also have a personal website, brianjgreenberg.com. And for your listeners, Heather, I'm actually giving away the free audio book uh, for free. So they can go to truebluelife, I'm sorry, brianjgreenberg.com slash the win. Okay, great. And what, um, what's the audio book that you're giving away for free? It's called The Salesman Who Doesn't Sell, A Marketing Guide to Selling While You Sleep. Oh, I love that. 
selling while you sleep. Love that. Making money while you sleep. Brian, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. I could be asking all kinds of questions more, but I'm sorry. We have the time is up. I appreciate it. Uh, this is Heather Havenwood. You get to go to brianjgreenberg.com forward slash the win. Right, everyone, this is Heather Havenwood. Check us out at heatherhavenwood.com. Are you a coach, consultant, small business owner, or online entrepreneur? Do you want to significantly grow your business, triple your list, and double your sales conversions? If the answer is yes, then launching a podcast is the next step. You see, being an expert in your field, having a website is no longer enough to be noticed in today's marketplace. I call it the influencer effect. Being an influencer is the key. You see, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And having your own podcast helps people to connect with you. If you're interested in having me help you launch your own podcast, grow your influence, and promote your business, then go to InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. That's InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. And let me help you rise to the top. Thank you for listening to Like a Boss, helping you rise to the top. Join Heather's Mastermind at InfluencerTribe.com, where she helps you become an influencer and dominate your field. Follow Heather Havenwood on Instagram. Interested in interviewing or scheduling a call with Heather? Go to CallWithHeather.com. For more, go to HeatherHavenwood.com.